All right, Denzel Curry gets political with your boys. Jay Cole feels like a sad little orphan. And we go to school and classes in session with Mr. Gazzy Garcia. This is As We Proceed. I'm Feliciano Saguno with our brand new intro for 2019. That is Mr. Uh, this is Chris Valen. This is the home of, uh, of uh, this, <laughs> is, this, is, this is the home of hand gest, violent hand gestures. Yeah, I literally was. I have something completely different plan, but I, that's the first time I see this intro. Man, do we talk with our hands a lot? Yeah, we Holy do. Holy shit! <laughs> that's our trademark. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah! There you go. All right, so there you go. All right, so well, yeah, what'd you think of that intro, man? It was beautiful. It's the first time I've seen that. It's tremendous. Great, great. I mean, it great. captures the essence of, of how much we violently talk with our hands. And, Absolutely. And, Yell at each other. Yeah, uh, we, got, <laughs> we have a full house we, we, today. We, we do a we do a full show. We're covering all four corners of hip hop. Yeah, we're, we're, we're yeah we're back to we're back to hip hop talk today after we after a little departure of the world of uh, movies last time. We are, yeah, yeah. Uh, so our first story comes to us uh, courtesy of Mr. Jermaine Cole. Uh, the single, oh, we're opening we're opening with the Cole man. Of course we are, okay. man. Uh, Middle Child was released back in January. Mr. Jermaine Cole released it. I believe it was supposed to be a single for Dream, uh, Revenge of the Dreamers three yes, project, which I, which I which I read on the internet uh, today. Is if, uh, it's supposed to drop in April. In so, April? Oh, no, boy. Okay. Well, this is a pretty solid first single. It's been doing pretty well uh, over it's, the internet. Everyone's kind of seemed to like it a little bit. That's um, an understatement. This is a, this is, commercially, it's, it's already his highest charting single of yeah. his career. Oh, really? Yep. Okay, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, so it's doing really, really well. Oh, yeah. I knew it was doing Jermaine's well. Jermaine's popping. I didn't know it was doing that well. Uh, but he released a brand new video for it yesterday, uh, which got, you know, pretty pretty much universal coverage on a lot of hip-hop, almost everyone yeah, hip-hop got, um, uh, Yeah, I watched it, I watched it this morning. It, it, uh, it was it was at four and a half million views. With, wow, uh, 23, 23 hours, hours after it was posted, yeah. See, that's so. the thing, is like a lot of these artists now we're seeing that it's not just Drake anymore that has these huge numbers. We have Ken Kendrick, and obviously we knew that, but now Cole, you know, is in there. It's, it's pretty much any rapper with uh, a bit of clout behind them. Well, not well, what the... I'm saying. Like what I'm saying is like now we have like a, we're we're steadily growing to the to the part where like I feel like I'm not artists that aren't pop, artists that aren't rock, all these other artists. Whoop! There's my phone ringing. <laughs> We, what, I, what I was going to say is hip-hop artists have reached a level where now they're getting millions of views within the first 24 hours, which is great. Yeah, of course. But I mean, I, I think Raz has been at that point for a little bit now. I mean, I, it's for, I mean, like in terms of like sales, I mean, like hip-hop's overtaken rock music and like pop music as the number one sales thing around. I never put sales just thing. I mean, genre would be the right word. Genre-wise, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so J. Cole comes out with this album. Fucking you see moron. him there. A uh, lo lot of commentary being thrown around. Oh, boy. Is there a lot of, uh, lot, lot of things he's trying to say? I don't know what's going on here. I don't know if this is supposed to be him trying to kill. This is the only thing. It's like <laughs> with so much, so much symbolism going on and uh, thing in metaphors and whatnot. Right. I just, I, there's way too much going on. That's my oh, only one. Oh, one hundred fifty percent. All right. So, so you being a fan of Jermaine Cole, you mm -hmm. you clearly heard the song far more times than I have. Uh, to yeah. be honest with you, I had not heard the song until yesterday. Oh, okay. I'm not kidding. I I, I was aware of it, yeah, but I had yeah. not heard it until yesterday. Okay. All right. So. What I got from listening to the song a couple times <clears throat> is that this, this song is predominantly J. Cole basically talking about how he's stuck between two generations of rap. It's his open letter to that, to yes, to, to both the old and the new generation. That, that, that's what I've got. Correct. That's why he's the middle right. child. Shout so, out to all you middle children. Yeah. I know I'm one. What's up? Uh, <laughs> you were saying? Um, but I'm saying, like, all right, so, so that, that, that's the general gist of the song, correct? Mm -hmm. That's then, the thesis statement. Then I guess what you could the say. hell? Does the like the last scene with like the clear clear reference to like cultural appropriation with women? I don't and, know. Like the shots of caskets have to do with the rest of the song. I don't Cause, understand. Because there's, there's obviously references to who, where he's talking about in, in like the second verse where he's talking about how like black men need to stop killing each other and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, yeah. But then that the whole, the casket thing is in the first half of the video. Mm -hmm. But but regardless, 
but all of a sudden, I'm like, all right, well, that doesn't really match up in terms of imagery. But yeah. then, like, what the hell? I'm like, where? And that cultural appropriation thing at the very end makes comes out of completely out of nowhere. It's like, there's no reference to anything so of the weird. like in the song, right? And that's the thing with J. Cole is like, I feel like a lot of his songs have great statements they want to make. It's just when the video comes out, it's almost like the two are completely disconnected. Uh, he did this, uh, he's done this a few times actually. I remember with that song Crooked Smile, which is all about like empowering women and whatnot. And then he puts out a song about decriminalizing uh, marijuana and all that stuff and like phony drug charges in the hood and stuff. And I'm like, that was a pretty cool statement you just made in the video, but it has nothing to do with the song at all. You yeah, J. Cole doesn't really seem like he knows what the hell he uh, wants to do. J-O-M-D, I don't know if you saw the video for that, but that one is basically about like how it's it's a, it's a period piece. The music video is a period piece about uh, slavery. Uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> and it's an, it's, what? A, it's an incredible video. Like the, like the, the choreography is amazing. Um, but the but the thing is, the song has nothing to do with that. I was gonna say, G O M D is literally a song, basically saying like stop, like like it's stop, gone by stop dick. hating, yeah, yeah haters exactly. back off type thing. This is what we were talking about here, is the little baby hairs, which I thought was cool. You know, you got the white women appropriating, which is something that you know I think a lot of uh, hip hop, and hip hop is definitely cracking down on that now. I mean, they always have, but now it's becoming a huge hot button topic in but the culture. But it's like what? No, sure, okay, fair enough. I agree, I agree. Right. But what the fuck does that have to do with the song? Absolutely nothing. Yeah, it's completely it really, weird. Also, this is completely unrelated. Unrelated, a semi-unrelated observation. Oh, okay. I swear, to, I thought that was Haley Bieber. Oh, in the video, the, I was like, "Is that her?" And I'm like, and I don't I, know if she would agree to something like that. That'd be pretty well. Also, she's she's only half white, so that wouldn't really make any sense. Well, she's still white. She's, but she's only half white. So, so J. Cole's half white too. That's yeah, true. Yeah, that'd be pretty so hypocritical. Again, well, you're, you're 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 discriminating against mixed race people. Sure, I am. Yeah, you're, you're why not. You know, you're you're both. I'm both. That, 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 that's how mixed race works. Or I'm neither. How about that? Yeah, I mean, I am neither. Yeah, you know, um, exactly. We're both full, full, uh, full, yeah, so, full I mean, bodies. <laughs> a pretty cool looking video. I'm sure all the J. Cole fans are gonna like it. I personally, it's a cool video. No, I mean, it's Aesthetic, well aesthetically pleasing. It's, a, it's sure. It's a good no, and it's well, it's creative. I mean, Very in terms creative. of it, it, and the cinematography is like it, it pops. Like mm -hmm. it's it's well done, mm -hmm. but it just it, it just it just seems it's disjointed, just like right. the song is. Right. Because like, again, another thing with J. Cole saying we need like I, like I need to real I need to respect both genders. I'm like, dude. Are you kidding me? All right, so you're the, so mind you, he's trying to say like I respect I, I need to I respect everybody and I'm like I'm in the middle of the region. Yeah, I need, yeah, I'm yeah. like the bridge between the two. But in the middle of the video, he literally mocks like basically says like I'm gonna kill all these rappers like the young kids. Yeah, but that's supposed to be tongue in cheek. I don't think he actually means, he doesn't mean it is. Is it, dude? He has people's head on the I know, wall. I know. You think you think you think I was you think I was meant to be taken seriously? It's J. Cole, man. What do you mean? Since when I mean, is J. Cole? I mean, he started a beef. He started a beef. He had a beef with Little Pump last year. It wasn't a beef. That was not a beef. He it sat down in an interview with him. Yeah. That was not a beef. But it was, it was, it was, no, it had the, start, it had the no, makings of a no, beef. No, dude. See, this is, this is the issue that I have with people online. They think that just because a rapper comes out and says something about mumble rap, that automatically he's dissing Little Pump or he's dissing one specific rapper. That's not what it was, dude. Jay Cole, right, well, like, so it's I, just like the video. He's trying to be the big brother here. He's trying to just tell them and shed some wisdom on them. Like, hey, know, that, your career, you're going to get fucked over in your career. You might as well just tour as long as you can because you're not going to make money off, off, off of your, your music. That's all he was saying. Yeah, but, but, but I, and I think, he I think he the was video saying, little uh, but I think he was saying basically like, hey, I can wrap circles around you guys. Even every rapper thinks they can wrap circles around everybody. Every rapper does that. It's basic braggadocious rap. What rapper do you know that doesn't say I can no, rap? No, but, but they're probably be able to do it, but... but but put down uh, artists uh, from like from a certain wave at no. the same time. I think I think J like Cole. What? J Cole's done that, really. Yeah, I, I really I think he I think he did it in this song. No, dude, I don't think it was supposed to. Be I really do. It's completely tongue in cheek. I don't. I don't think, I don't think J Cole's capable of jokes. 
Dude, it's the, I really there was don't. A, there I think are rappers. He takes himself way too fucking seriously. Look at what, it, look at what seriously. it said on the little head post. It was like uh, asking yeah. for a feature. Like yeah. clearly, he's just playing. Jacole's just having a good time here. He's playing. No, along see, with I the took meme. that as like, like ask for a feature. Like I'm gonna kill you. He's not gonna on the song. Oh, so now Jacole's a, a horrorcore rapper to you, really? Yeah. I think your well, criticisms go a little too no, far. No, I'm, I'm just saying. Like obviously, I'm not I mean like literal murder, but like I took that. I took that symbolism, yeah. that imagery. As like, hey, like if 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 like you want to invite me on your song, I'll come and song and then I'll murder you. Oh my god, dude! I mean, yeah, I mean, it's literally like that's why that, their fucking heads are on the I mantle. I understand that, but I don't necessarily. I mean, think that, that's that what means you, that's that, what you do for a prize buck. But here's the thing: the little pumps of prize buck. Even earlier in the song, he talks about how people were trying to make him and Drake feel like they were like uh, arch rivals and like trying to. But the internet was just manufacturing this beef that didn't even exist. So even in that song, you have him denouncing beef. I mean, clearly there are. I'm not gonna pretend there's not manufactured shit in this day and age. Right. I think that's but exactly what you're doing. I just right don't. Now. I don't know. I just don't. I don't think J. Cole. I don't. I don't think is manufactured. I don't think this is an instance of manufacturing beef. I think J. Cole right. views himself as a as a superior to these guys. Although he is doing. I mean, he is. He I guess. Has a right I guess to feel that. Way, I guess though. you can make the argument that I mean, like, obviously he talks about sitting down with Kodak Black in the song. He yeah. Talks, and he obviously he just did a verse of Twenty One Savage's album. So clearly he doesn't. Complain. Later on in the song, he bigs he bigs up Takashi Six Nine. You know what I mean? That's, so, that's I mean, true. That's no, the, and, and that's he, the thing. Yeah. It's like, all right. J. Cole isn't like this guy out here just crapping on like eh. mumble rap as a generation. He's collaborating with those I mean, I mean, Yeah, I'm not saying he's going like to the Eminem extent. Exactly. But. Eminem, he's not Eminem. As, as, I mean, can we at least agree on that? Yes. He's, he's not completely crapping yeah, he on didn't, him. Yeah, he didn't make a he didn't make a trap album and then just yell at the kids about why they're <laughs> dumb. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, although, although, although maybe, this, maybe this record will be that. And just, yeah, who knows? I mean, I, I mean, really the song, hope not. The song itself, I'll say, at least he um, has some energy on the song. It's a really? lot more. Yeah, I completely felt like he was just like half asleep, asleep at the wheel. I mean, I don't. I don't, the, I don't did, think they did a, something with his voice. I don't know what. Yeah, it was. no, there is there is some vocal effects in the song. Which I was like, I, yeah, I don't think it's a great song, but I think it. it's a, I think it's a step in the right direction from his other That's uh, other recent output. I'm glad I'm glad you hear you feel his that recent way. solo output. I should say because, like I said yeah. on the last on the last episode, I I praised his guest spots. His guest spots, yeah. Uh, but yeah, let's move on to our next story here. We have Mr. Madlib and Freddie Gibbs coming out with a brand new. They're track. back. Mad Gibb is back with a flat tummy tee to sell to all you Instagram models. <laughs> <laughs> What is okay? What is is flat tummy tea? Is like like what kind of tea is it specifically? Uh, flat tummy tea is essentially it's like a supplement, I think, to like get people yeah. to lose weight. Yeah, no, I, I, figured I don't know that, what, but I don't I'm know like, what the flavor is. As a matter of fact, I think we actually have a product right here. I mean, <laughs> get your original flat tummy tea. <laughs> Right here, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to come to our studio, we'll yep. sell it to you, and uh, you can even forty-five dollars a pouch. Thank you. And if you if you order now, you get Good, fifty percent off with an great offer deal. code. Uh, with a, put in the offer code proceed and get ten percent off. Yeah, it's a great deal. Uh, no, but TikTok TikTok fitness people. Exactly. There you go. That's uh, no, for you. Uh, flat tummy T. I think I, I don't know if this is like the beginning of like the next album that but they're like, doing together. It, it's it seems that way because okay. like, uh, they, they have an EP of the same name coming yeah, out later yeah, this week, yeah. which is. Uh, if if it follows the release pattern of Pinata, this is what they did. They put out like three or four EPs, and then then the album came out. And yep. It seems like and Gibbs had Instagrammed or Snapchatted or something uh, mm -hmm. a couple weeks ago. The album was done. Yeah, it's been a long time coming. I mean, Pinata Pinata came out like four, just about five years five ago. Five years ago, really? Yeah. It's been that long. I believe wow. so. It might might have been four. Wow. It was yeah. Twenty thirteen or something like that. No, it was either 2014, 2014? or twenty fifteen. It's anyway, it's been a while. It's, it's been, been quite while. some time. Um, so I'm definitely and, glad to see these two back together. Um, especially because I I wasn't I, mean, I was kind of <laughs> a little bit. You know, eh, on the last, the, the Freddie album. Uh, the Gibbs, I don't think Gibbs as a solo artist is particularly great. Yeah. I really don't. Well, I, I, I think he's up and down. I'll say like you. the Pronto EP was really good. Yep. 
Um, um, I didn't listen to his last record. Freddie, self-titled. I don't know if you heard um, You Only Live Twice. You, yeah, no, You Only Live Twice was that, very that good. That was dope. Prana was very good. Um, but the Freddie album, I was just like. I didn't listen to Freddie. Whatever, whatever the record with Basketball Wives on it, I fucking hate. I, I don't know which one that was. That shit sucks. Yeah, oh, that was, okay. That was, in, that was right after, that was in between Pronto and You Only Live Twice. Okay. That um, shit was lame as fuck. Yeah, but, but anyway, what do we think about this track right here? It's a, it's a nice... It's a nice jump back into the water for them. Right. I don't think it's remarkable, uh-huh. but it's it's just it's just like a nice like hey guys like this is where we are like this is some like the one thing that surprised me this beat is really fucking hard for Madlib because yeah. Madlib even on what made Pinata to me so great is that it was kind of like juxtaposition between like Gibbs's like hardened gangster shit and like and Mad, Mad Lib's, Lib's like soulful production right very like lush kind of keys and whatnot and and his beats weren't yeah and like, a lot of like funky bass lines and whatnot yeah. and like hor- like. Up like horns, like sweeping horn sections and shit that like that you don't usually hear in a gangster rap song. Exactly. Like it was like the smoothest gangster rap ever, album ever made. Uh, right. Right. And it was really fucking great. So I was very surprised to see Madlib come up like a very minimalist, which he's not. I mean, like he's definitely not known for that. No, definitely not um, known for that. Very minimalist, got very hard edge to it. Obviously, there's a beat switch, which is not unprecedented for him. Actually, right, Madlib will usually put up fucking 42 beat yeah, switches he does it in two minutes. Beat switch is all right for me. The beat switch I, I thought was actually very anticlimactic. That, that's that's really? actually probably my biggest criticism of the song is like the one the, the first beat I think is actually really fucking good. The second uh-huh. one, like it's pretty much all drum. Like I, I almost feel like it's too minimalist because really? I really do because like the whatever like psychedelic like guitar line or whatever the fuck he was going for there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It honestly becomes like buried behind the drums, and like it, it, it like disappears for a long time. Then it comes like right back. Well, and it I comes think, I think that was the point. I think no, aesthetically he was. I so, agree. I, I think that's what he was trying to do. But it, it just didn't really work for and me. You didn't think it no, no. It I like, I like, I understood what he was trying to do with it. It mm-hmm. just, I don't know. And like, it just didn't really mesh because like Gibbs, like Gibbs doesn't really change his shit up. It's kind of Gibbs just kind of goes for the throat the entire fucking song. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It, it, just, yeah. it didn't really. I don't know. It was too minimalist. But the song itself is. It's it's what I want for them. It's 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 hard. I mean, it's nice. It's not not my favorite. Obviously, not my favorite collaboration with between you two. But no. I think this is a nice little like appetizer for what we're gonna get. Absolutely, absolutely. So. And I mean, I mean, Pina- Pinata because because they don't because they're they are collaborators, not like frequent collaborators, mm-hmm. but not not like it's not, it's not like it's not like 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 Gibbs is putting out like an album or two a year. Right. This is so you, like you kind of like forget. LP no, so I like. wouldn't say like to say that like, but you kind of like put it on the back burner that they even make music together. Mm-hmm. So like I was like I was like surprised and delighted when I felt when this came out. I was oh, like, yeah. like oh my god. God, they're back! Because, yeah. like, I had heard about... This, this record's called Bandana, right? Yeah. So, like, I this this shit had been, like, allegedly in the works for years. Yeah, I remember. And I, I had, like, kind of forgotten that it was it, it was happening. I think they might have even, like, pushed it off, like, on purpose to kind of work on their own stuff. Um, I sure. Because I remember this album was supposed to come out, like, immediately following Pinata. Yeah, because I, I, think, I think this album first got announced, like, in, like, 2017. Right, right. It's been a, it's been a while. It, it's been quite some time, so it was nice. It was it was a nice surprise to yep. stumble upon the release of this track, but I don't think it's their best. Like, I mean, I, I, if you put this, like, my favorite songs on Pinata were, like, Harold's and Scarface mm-hmm. and Deeper. Like, I don't, think it, I don't think it touches that shit. You think this is an indication of what well, the album's going to sound like? Probably. Okay. I mean, but then again, Pinata, Pinata is relatively, it's pretty dynamic. It is. It's, it's, it like, I mean, like, like Scarface and Harold's don't sound anything alike. No. No, and, not at all. And, it's de- like, and Deeper, Deeper's like a fucking love song, essentially. Yeah, incredibly experimental. Um, so, yeah, so I, I expect more, and this shit's experimental. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm, I'm hoping they get a little bit more on the industrial side. I personally, that would be sick. I think that'd be super dope if they have just all these like really rusty drums come in. You know, these snares. I, that would I, be because I mean, like that, that's Gibbs. Obviously, that that's where Gibbs like lives most of the time. Right. Matt mm -hmm. lives. That would be a huge fucking departure, departure for, him. for him. Yeah, but I think he's so goddamn talented. I think he, I, I think I think I, oh he can absolutely pull it off. Absolutely. So yeah, oh. so I'm very excited for this shit. This is nice. So I think we're we're pretty much in agreement. This is yeah. like this is a nice, nice introduction, bite, but it's not it's not anything super exceptional. Right, which is okay. I think. That's Which is okay. fine. I mean, because Pinata for me was like, I mean, also I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold this up to the fucking standard that I did Pinata. I mean, like, no. I mean Pinata was one of my favorite goddamn records of this decade. Yeah. So I'm not gonna regard hip hop or otherwise. So I'm not gonna pretend like I'm not gonna expect them to put out something that fucking great yeah. out of the gate. All right. But I'm just glad they're fucking back, and then an album is up, will be on the horizon at some point in time. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to our next story. We have Denzel Curry coming in. Uh, wow, th didn't this come out of nowhere? So uh, if you guys are a fan of the Like A Version series on YouTube, uh, what they do is they take all these uh, artists, they have them come on and perform a cover. Yeah, it's an Australian uh, radio station it's an Australian called radio station. Triple J. Thank you. That's what I was, I was blanking I wrote on it down. Name. I wrote it down because I was like, oh, there's no fucking way I'm going to remember it. Yeah, um, some of my favorite covers I've included uh, when Brock Hampton covered uh, Alicia Keys' Unthinkable. I thought that was incredible. Um, and then you've also had uh, who else? Uh, I know ASAP Rocky did. ASAP Rocky did um, "Sitting on the Dock of a Bay" by Otis Redding. Yeah, because I, 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 I wasn't familiar with the series until this Denzel Curry cover. Uh -huh. But I was when I watched the Denzel Curry cover initially. The recommended, the first recommended video was ASAP Rocky singing "Sitting on the Dock of a Bay," oh which my God. I was baffled. He's I'm so, like, oh, he's so talented. No, I didn't know Rocky could actually sing. You didn't know? No, and I've seen him live before, but I, I had, yeah, I hadn't, man. I didn't know he could actually, like, actually sing. Yeah, so that was a huge, that was a nice surprise. Did you know this guy could do this? I mean, holy I mean, crap! Not, but, but to, to, to finish the thought of who else, oh, has, done who else has done it, um, I know Caliuchis did it, uh, Georgia Smith did it, Halsey just did one. So like, a, a, a bunch of people have done it. Uh, Gambino yeah. did one. Gambino did it. Obviously, the the, the Tamiya cover, which is like blown up. Almost. Yeah, I mean, but, but I think it's cool because like they bring in so they, they bring in the artist and like they do one of their own songs with the band and then they do a cover, cover of an of a song that they they yeah. really really admire. So Denzel came in on like a version on Triple J and he yep. he did uh, he, he Bulls did. on Parade by uh, Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, this this shit kind of blew up, man. And I actually found out about it. I in in I shouldn't say ironically or unsurprisingly, but I uh -huh. found out about this through a metal news website that I visit on a regular. Okay. Oh, so Lam you were you before I texted you. I did, yes, but yeah. I, I, but I, as I, when I responded to you, I had ignored the, I had ignored it. I was aware of it for about five days. You and always then do that, man. I'm horrible listening to single songs. That's okay. With the exception of Flat Tummy T, I listened to it fucking as soon as I found out about it. Yeah. But that was the right exception. But yeah, mostly when I just hear like one song, so I'm like, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll sit on that for a little bit. Yeah, man, particularly when it's a cover song, I'm like, oh, okay, like, yeah. and no, and I felt like a moron for doubting it. But, Holy but I will crap, say this man. is how. This is how you know that the cover, like that, that people like the Curry did a good job with this, because mm -hmm. metalheads who have no fucking idea who the fuck he is are like, wow. Yeah, a this, lot of metalheads are, are doing reaction videos to it. it no, and I gotta tell you, metalheads are, are, I mean, they make hip hop fans look level-headed and reasonable, <laughs> and. Yeah, I mean, hip hop metal fans are like some of the stingiest. Like, oh, well, you're not right. from the scene, so fuck you. So, what'd you think of this? It was a fucking excellent. Yeah, I, it was fucking excellent. Do you like how he how he took his verse from the Siren song off his That was last a nice album. little touch. That was a nice little touch. But I, mean, I was like, when I heard it, I was like, yo, where do I know this? For like, is this a, this isn't a new verse? I know where it's from. And then I went back and I was like, yeah, because he does that thing about Donald. He's like Donald Trump, Donald Duck. What's the difference? And yeah, I'm like, I know that line from somewhere. And I was like, holy crap, he's, he's, he's doing his he verse on Sirens? Well, I mean, it's understandable. I mean, it's understandable. I mean, you got a guitar solo. Clearly, clearly he's not going to, I mean, like, what, is he going to stand there? I mean, Denzel Curry, I mean, he's not one to stand there. I mean, look at that motherfucker. He's, he's rock he, yeah. as a shit. And the thing yeah. is, he's, I didn't, I didn't know his voice could go like that, that like raspy. 
I didn't know that. I mean, oh, I mean, I'll, I, I mean, Curry, I, I mean, Curry. I've, I've heard him do it, but it yeah. almost it sounds like a different person. Like you close your eyes sure, for a second and listen to that, and it's like. You don't know that that's him until you open your but eyes. But he's so fucking technically gifted, and as he proved on Taboo, he can pretty much do anything you throw at him. So that doesn't exactly shock me. But like the thing with him is like, I mean, like with Rage Against Machine, I mean, obviously they were just like some of the angriest People. music you ever fucking heard. Yeah, nineties and two thousands. Yeah. So Curry. Match made in heaven. But yeah, no, exactly. But Curry is perfect. Like there's not. I don't think there's another rapper that's more perfect for this shit. And and it showed. I mean, like, I honestly don't, because of just because of in terms of his technical ability and the pure yeah. palpable rage present yeah. in his fucking music. Yeah, he's perfect. Right. I mean, obviously his music's not, on the whole, isn't as overtly political. I shouldn't say on the whole. It's not as overtly political as Raising Against Machine. Raising Against yeah. Machine, like, all, nearly every song is politically political. charged. Yeah, Dental yeah, Curry, yeah. clean out the case. Yeah. He's dabbled in politics, but it's not. So right. that's really. So really, the only thing is like, obviously his music's not as political, but. Uh, hell, I think he should be. Says, says Rachel Gibson obviously still makes music without Zach Taylor Roche or the Prophets of Rage. Chuck D from Public Enemy does well. Yeah, so yeah. I think he should replace Chuck D. And all Prophets of Rage. I really do because Chuck D. No, I mean Chuck D. Obviously a legend. Yeah, legend. When I, when I, before everyone but comes the man, at us, the man. I mean, he's he's getting up there. Yeah. The the rage the rage isn't there anymore. All you're trying to say is you think Denzel would be a good successor. I think Denzel successor. would be a better fit. I think Denzel. I think he has more nice uh, person to kind of... I think he has more sprightful youth energy. <laughs> oh, oh, do you? Youthful energy. Really? Yeah. I think at 24 yeah. opposed to like 52. You're, I think you're he's... not you're not trying to go watch Prophets of Rage and see Chuck D doing wheelies on his on his no, wheelchair. No, but Chuck D. I mean, like, <laughs> the thing the thing is that Chuck D. Problems of Rage sounded better on paper than it was in his execution. I agree. It sounded like it was a great idea. The execution it hasn't though, been great. I haven't yeah, seen them. Which is, which I haven't seen them live. Me but neither. no, but but I think most and most people again, metalheads were very excited. Like, oh, Chuck D makes sense, and like they're like, eh. yeah. Yeah. Right, it just doesn't click the same yeah, way. But anyway, I think back of Curry. To this, I think of Curry. I think of Curry. You put Curry in Problems of Rage, it would be fucking It'd amazing. Because yeah. obviously they're not like. I mean, Tom Morello has a bunch of different different other projects too, so it's not like it's a full time band. So I can see Curry. This would be a great side yeah, project for Denzel. He's not always working on albums. It seems like he's very much like taking, he takes some time off in between every album. So this would be a nice little side project. Uh, yeah. If you ask let's, me. Let's, let's go, uh, let's go, let's go hit Tom Morello. Up. I want to see him cover, uh, uh, what's the song? Uh, what is it? Oh, How I Can Just Kill a Man, which is a cover of a cover. It is indeed a cover of a cover. Which would be incredible, that, super meta. It'd be like, like him covering Rage, covering Cypress Hill. I mean, there is, there's pretty much any rage song that'd be like, I mean, I mean, like that. He, I, I think you could kill like literally any of them. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like, God knows what he could do with Gorilla Radio or Bomb Jesus. Tracks. Jesus, I don't know if we're ready for that. No. I don't, I don't no, know. No, because like man. again, like Bullseye Parade, like I said, like it's a song I like it a lot, but it's like not. It's not near the top of my rage right, songs list. Right, right. This cover, I definitely you think this cover is probably better than the original. I, I mean, I think it's performed. I, I think it's I, I think it's performed. I think it's just as good as the original. Yeah. If not, maybe a little Which bit. Which you don't see with covers a lot nowadays. No, I mean, I think, I think it's incredibly rare for a cover yeah. to be to be just as good. And if it's better than holy fuck. Yeah, that'd be insane. No, I, I, I will say I did one, I think one example, I, I, so I've also only heard this one time. Okay. So again, if I go back I've and listen to it, it repeatedly. I, I had to work early on Saturday and it was like three, it was like 5 a.m. I was like, I need something to wake me up. So, so I just, it very just well could. Right I mean, hell, I might think it's better in, in, in time, but it's very, I can say the last time that I heard a cover and if it was the same thing as this, like a live version where I was like, oh my God, this was is better when? than the original, was a couple years back, uh, Banks, you know, Banks, the yeah, 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 yeah. She did a cover of What You Need by The Weeknd that I thought was, oh, nice. and I love What You Need, but I was like, oh my fucking God. 
She just destroyed it. Yeah. And so yeah, so yeah, that, 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 but it, that's the last time I can think of a cover that I thought was better than the original. I mean, it, it happens every once in a while. Yeah, but it's not not super common. But I mean, Curry did an absolutely fucking tremendous job with this. Good this this, this I'll say the one thing, the only the only bad thing about this, how they 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 did they did our guy really fucking dirty with oh, the with oh. the with the. A lot of people are saying that with the thumbnail you're saying. Oh, the thumbnail. I mean, again, thumbnails yeah, yeah, are not always right. the most flattering thing, but man, he yeah. looks like he looks like he's about seventy five. Yeah. And like he like his. Like a blood, he's gonna pop yeah. a blood vessel in his forehead. My man's on some bath salts with that. No, thumbnail, it's horrible. Man. Particularly yeah. if you look through, if you look through the other thumbnails, it's, <laughs> it's like all uh, normal. No, people. no, exactly. Like oh, well, obviously, <laughs> like, 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 like George, like George Smith and Halsey, who I think are both gorgeous. Like they look great, but like Gambino looks normal. Yep. Brockhampton, they look normal. ASAP Rocky looks normal. Yeah, we get to Desmond. He gets to Desmond. He's like, Ugh. he looks like he's about to eat the flesh off. <laughs> no, because of it's not only does he look like mad, yeah. but he looks like he's about. 80 years old. He looks so and this, old. And this kid, he just turned 24. Yeah, like, he right. looks so fucking old. It's like, yeah. this is a, this is a, and the again. way his mouth looks, too, it's like, yo, what the No, and again, hell? like, his forehead in particular, I'm like, what oh, the yeah. hell is going on, yeah. dude? Like, are you Danny Glover? He looks like Danny Glover trying to, yelling at Mel Gibson <laughs> in Lethal Weapon. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, like, like yeah. you expect him not to do bulls on parade, you're just gonna say, I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like Johnny. No. Exactly. No. Is, is that what Chuck D is that what Chuck D sang on the, like in between songs? Like, you know, he just finished your tour and then, I'm too old, I'm for, this too old for this shit. Give me my preparation games, damn it. Give me a goddamn else shoulder else. massage and a fucking cane. <laughs> not much else to say about this. And uh, good job, Denzel. Uh, can't wait to see what you do next. Uh, moving on to our last story and the album review that we've been. This, we've been, this moment has been building been for quite th some time. Ever since August. Now, for those of you guys who've been following us for a while, all three of you, uh, I might be giving us a little less credit uh, than we deserve. Yeah, but anyway, man, there's at least six people following this religiously, so thank fuck you. yourself. All right, Mr. Gazzy Garcia um, has been uh, <laughs> on a bit, of a bit of a trip trying to find this album that's been um, rumored yep. to drop for months now. Yeah, mid-August, he, he sent out a search party. Yeah, exactly. He was looking for his album. But he couldn't find the, it. Yeah, he was trying, he, trying he to had... find uh, the good old Harvard dropout. Uh, he found it. Somebody found it. Um, oh, well, somebody found it. I mean, somebody. Somebody found it. I don't know who that could be. Oh, oh who could it be? Uh, who oh! could it be? I think it would be, it would be, yes. It was us. It that, was that, the hip-hop that, detectives. That's what the prop yes. was for. Yes. for us. Chris Maitland and Feliciano Segundo Jr. Yep. Found we, these fucking album. But we didn't even need we a spent, talking dog. We spent our weekends in South Florida. Yeah. Turning up every nook and cranny. Yep. In, between, in search of this album. In between trying to find the place called Africa. Uh, we, we went out yep. there and we finally found Little Pump's debut. Well, isn't it, it's his second album, right? This is his second. This is his second uh, album. Second yes. album. This, this, this is his first, yeah. This is his first like technical like studio album. Yeah. Little Pump, the self-titled, was a more of a more of a mixtape. Yeah. So this is his first studio album released on good old Warner Brothers Records. Look at Gassy Garcia. He has a major label deal. Look at you but, but, getting uh, out that 360. He might still be on a 360 deal. Um, but yeah, good, <laughs> good for you, Gassy. I'll say, I'll say one thing before we continue. Okay. Uh, our, our search for the place called Africa is still in progress. Yeah, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get back to you on that one. Yeah, I didn't want you to tell anybody that. Um, well, I, I had to. Is this transparency? Yeah, you're right. Because okay. while we are the sluice of the year, yeah. we're also transparent. Exactly. We're, we're men of honor. You're right. We gotta and, be honest and, with our and while we and since we're since we're bragging about finding our what we we have to admit that we're still in progress. We're, exactly. We're, we're not. While we are the sluice of the year, we're not perfect. We might have to put on those machines that go a thousand miles an hour or whatever the hell he said. Netted. I don't know what he remember. <laughs> <laughs> mechanical <laughs> mechanical wings. I think he said. Go bots. Go 
Autobots. We're going to hire the Autobots to maybe they can find it. To find Kanye's next album. No, Haley Steinfeld's actually going to find the album. Yeah, so as the search for Yandi goes on, we're going to. No, no, no. The search for the place called Africa. Thank you. Not Yandi. Well, it's probably hidden, and Yandi's probably. You're right. Anyway, this bit's dead. Let's move on to our album review. Mr. Gazzy, otherwise known as Lil Pump. I don't know why I keep calling him by his government. Lil Pump put out. Because he's a human being. All right. He put out a Harvard dropout, and also he has a commencement speech coming up at Harvard. <laughs> Do you know about that? Do you yes. want to, anything you want to say about that before before we go on the album? Yes, because Little Pump, this, this is why I love this kid. Okay. Um, is that he just keeps trolling people and people are taking the bait. He just said. Oh, is he not doing it? Oh, no, no. This is great. You know, okay. they, Complex reached out to Harvard because why not? Yeah, why not Complex? Yeah, you know who's giving the speech? This is great. German Chancellor Angela Merkel. Oh, so, so my the, so God. So the... the Leader of Germany, the the their president, yeah, the president of Germany, yeah, Angela yeah. Merkel, yeah, is actually you know, now. See, I think they should have Little Pump and Angela Merkel give it together. Okay, and so they he, and they can trade, they can trade amazing. ideas. That'd be great. They can trade ideas. You know, talk 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 policy. <laughs> do you think that's, what is this? What is this Trump America coming to? I don't. Know, I, I it just feels well, like we're in the twilight zone. April first. Well, if Little Pump. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah, they're actually sponsoring us. Thanks, CBS All Access. No. Jordan Peele. Uh, what's what, up? What were you going to say? No. So he's not actually doing it. He's no, I think okay. he, he just said that to be an asshole. Okay. Which I love. See, I fell for that people, so hard. Little, why would he give the commencement address? I don't know, man. It feels like anything's possible now. Harvard, mind you, Harvard, Harvard, which is arguably the most prestigious college, not only in the United States, the world. Yeah. Is gonna let a kid who Lil brags Pete. who brags about dropping out of school, <laughs> <laughs> well, and like basically gives the fu to the education system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like literally, like um, this album. This the, album like is essentially this record. This record is literally like a giant middle finger <laughs> to the educational system. Yeah, but the thing is, that Lil, uh, didn't Little B speak at Harvard or something but, like that? Little, little bit. He spoke he at did, I, MIT. Actually. MIT. Yeah. So he. So I mean, but this isn't. But far little off. B. Little B didn't make a song saying like "fuck school." <laughs> yeah. Repeat right. like a bunch of songs and like literally. Well, well I mean, granted. Well, little, little Pump clearly, he is. He is. I'm not gonna. The man is not stupid uh -huh. because he he purposely misspelled Harvard to mm. avoid being sued by Harvard. I don't know if it's that far off, man. I mean, look at Tyler the Creator, man. He said "fuck school" and now he got has a song on the Grinch record. So I mean, who knows? Anything's possible. That's true, man. but 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 that was years later. Yeah, you're right. So it, it took a little. There was there's that Pump, block of time. When, in when Little Pump puts out his his um, Flower Boy, then he'll be able to <laughs> <laughs> he'll get the big money. Oh man, I don't. That's gonna be. Can you imagine like like 25 year old Little Pump all of a sudden becoming like a very existential artist? My man artist. becomes like Cyrano de Bergerac. <laughs> yeah, he's like the Langston Hughes of his generation. Holy crap! Uh, but let's get into this album. <laughs> This, this, I mean, look at Mr. Pump. Yeah, I mean, why the hell? That's would, an incredible album cover. Why would you not want him giving your commencement speech? I right. mean, personally, I I think it should be a cozy. I think Little Pump should warm the crowd up, and then Angela Merkel should club should bring that bitch home. Yeah, yeah. Um, starting with the first track here, we have. Uh, do you want? Do, what, <laughs> do you want to say? <laughs> I have to say, I was gonna give this a little uh, editorial note for everybody. I know this does right. not matter to anyone. Yeah. But I listened to the basically the uh, the copy of this album that I purchased. Um, was out of order with the track list, which is the first time it's ever happened to me. Does so it I, really matter? Does yeah. it, on, on um, an album like this, come on. Yeah. I mean, every song's pretty much the same thing. That's very mean. It's the same thing. Very this mean. is like the most Fisher Price first grade album ever. That's, now, that's, that's not to say that's that it's so a mean. bad album. That's so mean. I'm not going to come out here and be on some like I hate mumble raps type stuff. Here's the thing. <laughs> Here's the, I enjoyed, I'm going to rip it in this album. No, no, no. I enjoyed this album for what it was. My only issue is that I don't know if there's much progression with this, with what he's doing here. Like, if he really wants to evolve as an artist, like five, ten years down the line, 
I don't know if he can really well, do it. I, I, I think, feel I think like he's kind of pigeonholed we're, himself. We're getting a little ahead of ourselves. I mean, I mean, I'm not. I mean, there's really only one spot that this album goes, and that's like first grade, uh, like Migos ripoffs. That's pretty much what this I, album is. I don't think. Is. I don't think it's really a Migos ripoff. I really don't. I mean, Are I think. I, I, no. He completely rips off the Migos flow. No. Completely rips no, off the cadence. No. Even down to the ad libs, dude. No. Are you kidding me? He no, sounds. No, no. This is what it sounds no like. No bird sounds. No, this is what this man sounds like. He sounds like the fourth member of the Migos, like the little brother of the group that like you don't let hang around. So like you take just, off. No, no, no. He looks like Takeoff's <laughs> understudy. That's what he sounds like on this album. <laughs> Put this back Fair. in the toy box, because I mean, even on the song Vroom, 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 we'll Vroom, Vroom, Vroom. Okay, My well, man, like, no, he has this little Hot Vroom Wheels. is an educational song. It's essentially Hot Wheels, the song. No, it's an educational song. It's Gazzy Garcia teaches you how to uh, uh, yeah. teaches you about transportation. Yeah, is he teaching? I mean, you, you, you have, you have, you, I have you a transportation. You, job, you have yes. young, you know, no, 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 no. Oh, okay, I'm saying what? you have young nieces and nephews. Yeah, yeah. So like, wouldn't you want Gazzy Garcia teaching them the our tra our, our transportation sounds? I feel like my nieces could probably be a lot more educated watching. No, but like. Listening to a rapper talk about how how to fly an airplane Boom. like rrr, 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 at the end of the song. I mean, personally, I found it to be very educational. It was hilarious. Like, no, like, I'll you talk know, about like, that. Also, that song he bizarrely sounded like Chief Keef on that song. Yeah, sure. But, uh, no, but like, like you, you know, you know, like we had those things. Like I actually talk about when you when when you, when you were growing up when we were when you were a kid. You you have those things like the like like the wheel that would like teach you the animal sounds. Yeah, yeah. I think they should have oh, that for yeah, Gassy Garcia. Yeah, I, I think that should be the next merchandising thing. Yeah, should be, be dope. should be transportation sounds with Gassy yeah, Garcia. Like, the car goes. Exactly. That'd be dope. Exactly. <laughs> like no, like like he like. Like the the eighteen-wheeler. Like, <laughs> no, then you just have like a little, little money sign. You pull it yeah. for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That'd be dope as shit. Um, yeah. But, well, so, yeah. What, what would you think about this album? I want to know what your take is. Well, um, as I've as I've said several times on this podcast since it started, I, Little Pump is an artist that I feel like had a lot of potential. I don't think he really put it together on his, his last record. I think it had it had a few few highs. It was mostly kind of like eh. uh. this record for. For what it's worth, I mean, obviously, it's nothing revolutionary. Mm -hmm. It's nothing. Uh, it's it's kind of vapid. Yeah, it's a little bit. It's a little bit samey here and yeah. there. Yeah. Generally the same vibe. Yeah. But it's a fun fucking record. It's a fun record. It's a fun record. It's consistent in terms of you can quality. Say that. Yeah, you're right. And the, it's a lot more. His last record was kind of a mess in terms of like it tried. It was. It was. And it was also low energy. Like this record is high energy. Oh, really? For the, yeah. I, see, I didn't hear the first album. This so record I'm, is. I'm, I'm this record is predominantly saying. high energy. Okay. From the from Pump's vocals to the production, like yeah. it's very much like in your face. Like, also I like about Little Pump, In and Out. Well, oh, the song. In terms of, no, I'm saying like, is there's there 16 song songs on this shit, it's 40 minutes long. Oh, oh yeah, it's pretty short. Oh, there's. It sounded, it sounded about, like it was going on forever though. There's only one song, be the, um, be, be Like Me is the only song that's four minutes or longer. And it's literally like four minutes on the dot. Pretty solid Little Wayne verse, I think. It is, yeah. Yeah, it was crazy, it was like Little Wayne, Actually came came to work on time and like and, put, and, put and in little, a solid verse. Little, little Pump's delivery in that song is hilarious. Yeah, because he, it it sounds like he's like reading a like reading like a, a children's book. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> like like Little Pump's like leading a reading circle. Be like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. I and, and, and a really but really nice I, piano I, groove on that song too. I like that record. I like uh, Stripper Name with YG and Two Chains. Oh, okay. Now this this song. Now, all right. So in my version of the album that I have, Stripper Name was the first song. Oh, which my in, God. in real in reality it's the it's the been. fourth to last song on the actual. That would have been a dope opener. Oh, and it is. Yeah. So I think he made a mistake in terms of I, I don't think yeah. Dropout should have been the opener. I think yeah. it should have been Stripper Name because yeah. Stripper Name is absolutely ridiculous. It is one of the like it, to me already, even though only hearing the song a few times, it's already like a Hall of Fame in terms of ridiculous rap songs I've ever heard. Do you think they're gonna put a music video out for it? Because that'd be incredible. Yeah, I mean they'd have to go to maybe, maybe King of Diamonds. 
Uh, that, that's, that's the that, only that, place that, you can go. It's that's in Miami, Miami, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he, uh, he talks about it in the song, so that would only make yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But uh, but I like the big reveal. So it's like oh, I you mean for show, for show, for show, for show, for show. Okay. Um, I like the big reveal of the stripper name being Patricia. Oh, so he yeah. goes, so he goes like, like I don't know, but I don't know his stripper name. And then like, so he goes like three times, and then he reveals the stripper name, Patricia. Yeah, which is like, is that like a Nana stripper? Okay, it's okay, such again, a weird name again, for a stripper. I, I have never been to a strip club in my life. No. In my nearly 27 years on the planet, I have not been to a strip club. No, but you can pretty much guess what the strippers' names <laughs> no, are. No, and I, I and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna plead ignorance and say like. I know that everybody has this big, like, like in-your-face stripper name, like Sapphire or Jasmine or right. Cinnamon or whatever the fuck. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. all the stereotypical names. I'm sure there's a little bit of nuance here and there. However, Patricia does not seem like a stripper. Like, that, that, sounds like that sounds like your grandmother's name. It does. It sounds like a sweet old lady who, like, gives you yeah. little candies out of her purse. It, I agree. Exactly. Um, like, and, like, the only Maybe that's the, the kind of Patricia I can think of. Who knows? Only, like, I, I personally, I, I had a friend in, in elementary school whose mom's name was Patricia. Oh, wow. Shout out to you. Maybe she's a stripper. Uh, no, I believe she uh, she did a lot of cultural arts work at the school. Ah, I, don't, I yeah. don't know what her actual profession was. You right mean now. she was she was doing that art for the culture? That's actually a say. cultural arts is code word for stripping. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, up and down this record, I mean, the only real uh, the song, uh, my favorite song on here is probably Butterfly Doors. Really? That's actually like one of the two songs I didn't like. Really? But, uh, that was I think that I, song was incredibly catchy from the start, man. I enjoyed I don't that know. song. And that, that, I mean, like, I, I don't know. Space Space Crew looked like a UFO. I thought that was dope as shit. But Butterfly Doors, I mean, I, I think it's like one of the few songs that's like lacking in energy. I don't know. It's like one of the few tracks where it's just kind of like, eh. I mean, I feel like it was like that, it's that level of, that pocket of flexing that a lot of rappers do where it's like, they're not going, they're not like completely like, like, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, they're not, they're not like showing off everything, like, you know, trying to like make sure everybody's looking at their wrist or whatever or showing yeah. everything. But it, it does kind of feel like it's like that very, like, casual flexing. I, casual flexing, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm trying to say. Um, that, that's what that song was right there. Very okay. casual flexing. Fair enough. I mean, I, I don't know. It, I, I, just think, I enjoyed it for a while. I don't think the song, I don't, I, don't, I don't think it pops like a lot of these other songs do. Like, I okay. don't think, because, like, I, I get, I, I think it's the energy level. I think, I think when Pump is like being very much in your face mm -hmm. is when he's at his best. When he's just because again, like pump, and this is another thing, like like a whole argument against the uh, mumble rap mumble situation, rapping, situation yeah, yeah. is like little pump. Say what you want about the kid, he's not sitting there like, uh, 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 like no, no right. like he has a, he has a presence, right, he has an energy, like yeah. correct, no, like but he's like but he's rapping, like he's actually rapping, he's not slow, like he's delivering every song. Like he's he's engaged. Like he's not sitting there like looping around on the beat or like Okay, this. I see what you mean. No, yeah. like he he's sitting there and he he goes. Like he right. he, he has a he has an accelerator switch. He, he's he's hitting that gas pedal every fucking time he's on the goddamn. I agree. Mic. I think that most of this album, I think most of its the, the merits, most of the merits that come from this album is based around his charisma. Yeah, um, that's what he has going for him. And I think that's 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 definitely his trademark. That's what I saw with this kid. Like I'm again, again, I'm not gonna pretend to you like like oh he's like this great rapper. Like no, 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 no. But, that's, no, that's but he, not what you came for this. No, album exactly. For. But, I, I, but I think again, I think if you're if you're coming to this record like expecting like some kind of like deep observ like societal yo, observations. Son, no, yo, yeah, like I you're gonna be in for a bar, bad time. Son. Like no, it's, you're, you're listening to an 18 year old kid spit over a bunch of frantic synth lines and like wobbly bass and imitate the Migos. And do ad libs right. and say talk about how he's dyslexic and he still raps and how he wants to fuck your mom. Pretty solid flex right there. He very much does he have an Oedipus complex? Does he I like, don't he, know. He, how he many times does he talk about, about fucking somebody's mom? The time, he's got your mom and his sister on the boat. And he's that's <laughs> like his version of all the rappers talking about how they're fucking your girlfriend. I mean, again, he is eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, he's I, been around. I guess. I guess what we're trying to say is, uh, Lil Pump should, re should replace anyone else in the remake of The Graduate. Correct. I think. No, I, I think maybe he has a he has a Shakespearean future. That's I agree. Also what we're saying. Yeah. But you know, one thing. Okay, I need to go. Oh ahead. my God! I'm just. I'm just.
just thinking about Little Pump dressed up as De Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to it's gonna be Little Pump and Black Shada in the Graduate remake. Oh my God, that'd be insane. I'm sorry, it's tremendous. It's gonna be a massive. Well, Kim K. It'd well, have to be Kim Kardashian. It, it, it that's true. Kim Kardashian. I'm sorry. He even talks about what's, it in the song. What's, what's, what's the fucking K? What song is that? Like everyone wants to fucking. Oh no, that's um. That's be like, that's like me. me. Yeah, yeah. yeah, with Lil Wayne. Yep. Come on, man. <laughs> Again, I know. Come on, you don't be like him. I know. All right. Um, um, no, I know. See, because you, you cut me off in the middle of the stripper name thing. I, so, I'm sorry about that. So, go, I on. Know, we'll go on. I know. Because we, we don't we don't have any time. We have no time to talk about the rest of the album. Okay. Now, but stripper name, I, I was, that was a joke. So by so stripper name, YG's verse is that I need to talk about. Yeah. I had to. I, yeah, I had to pause the verse three separate times because I was laughing so hard. <laughs> what he's now, talking now, about? Like now, first off, I have in all my years of listening to <laughs> rap and watching. Vulgar comedy movies and just you know being a man with horrible thoughts. My man came raunchy. I'm sorry. Yeah, I can tell you in all my years of of talking about well, ladies oh, or listening to people talk about ladies, I have never heard someone refer to a shaved vagina as plain. Yeah, I that, that came right, the so, fuck so, out of so, nowhere. So, so he shames hairy pussies and yeah. then he says, "I want that vagina plain." <laughs> oh, how about, <laughs> later, how about the next line where he's like, "Yeah, that's my dick you're feeling on it back." <laughs> Then he, then he says that he's 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 against butt stuff because he doesn't like poop. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, so this yo, man, YG so, so, is so, so weird, man. You know, but not only he has a lot. I don't know. There's a lot going. There's a lot to unpack there. Because first of all, where did he like? Where did he was like our plane? Like, like is, is that like like? My have man, you have you ever heard someone refer to a, a shaved vagina as plain? I've heard I've heard rappers call it a landing strip. Um, well, that, that's heard, common terminology. I've heard them call it. I know. So YG's, I haven't. YG's an innovator, no. basically. I guess. Yeah, improving. He's just he's just pushing. The and also, apparently, he also apparently thinks that the 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 butt is full of poop at all times. I guess so. <laughs> Watch so he's so he's a uh, fecal phobic. He don't do doo doo. Yeah, young gangster. That, that is, was his exact word. He yeah, said, I don't do doo doo. Yeah, his, his actually his his ori original rap name was fecal phobe. Oh god. <laughs> god, this is getting nasty really quick. Can we move on to another song? I was like, the only disappointment with Stripper name is Two Chains' verse not that great. I didn't really care for it, but it was alright. You no, know, but Two Chains is usually to me like he's usually like the I star right. of, of a guest verse. Like he's usually like, the most reliable. Like in terms of comedy, the only thing that's good is he makes he makes ambulance sounds at the end of his. Verse. That was pretty dope. Aside from that, so yeah, hopefully, hopefully, I mean, hopefully yeah. his uh, rapper go to the league has stronger bars than this. Here's my thing: is I think that I, by the point, by the time you get to Two Chains' verse, I was already ready for the song to be over. You know, I didn't think we really needed it I'm on that song. Maybe you could have used. They could have. They, they should have ended on YG. I mean, you really. Where do you go from playing vaginas? That's and, what I'm and saying. That was the climax <laughs> of the record. Uh, but okay, so anyway, I gotta talk about I Love It for a second, and I know we've talked about it before. Oh, yeah. um, I I think that song's starting to grow on me. I don't know what it is, but by the by the hundredth time, you know what? I still don't like it, but really? it's trending in the right direction. Okay. I had the same thought. I'm like, I, I, you know, and this is again for such a dumb song. I can't believe I'm gonna utter these words. Okay, works better in the context of the album. Really? <laughs> it works better. I, I mean, we're unlocking all sorts of nuances. Wow. <laughs> Tell me more about who, that. Who, who never? Who would have thought the I was like fucking like a quick fuck would be better in the context of the album? Uh, I was like, so kind of really annoying on the. Here's song. the thing: is like my favorite part, and this will always be my favorite part, where he's talking the beginning of Kanye's verse, where he's like, "When the first time they ask you if you want sparkling or still? Yeah. What do you guys tell you came out here drinking sparkling water before you came out here? Sparkling water is also like that's like that's something that you and I can get right like, the fuck like we no, we can we can leave here and get some sparkling water. Go to the bodega, yo, get a bar of sparkling yeah. water. They probably have a not Avion, but they'll have some kind of some. They'll clean. have fucking sparkling water. Again, so like that is not like dude, like. But I think you, it's a joke you, though. I don't think he. Knows I hope so because you, you, it's and I, you and I, not a, men of means, you and I, not men of means, and right. we could afford sparkling water. We can get sparkling water yeah. within five minutes of leaving. Wait, I feel like I should open the show like that. I should have just been like. 
Why are you acting like you were drinking sparkling when you came out here? But uh, kind of still the worst part of that song to me. Uh, I thought it was funny. I thought it was a funny little thing. It's, it's a little funny joke. I think people are getting a way too. They take well, it way I, too seriously. No, the song is not designed to be taken seriously. A lot of times I, I just feel... don't think kind of just verse is funny. Outside of, I will give you the sparkling water. I don't think it's kind of funny. I, it's times like these where I feel like hip hop is starting to forget its sense of humor, and it kind of it kind of <laughs> it really bothers me. It bothers no, me. I agree because I this think is like the J these... Cole thing earlier. Like, yeah, I feel like people don't know when like when things are supposed to be just a joke, and that's all This it is. record, again, do you think Little Pump is being serious on no, most of his albums? man. Do you think he's, like, again, like, he makes frequent references to, he has, he, has one, he says he doesn't eat food because he's a drug addict. You right, think like, yeah, uh, so again, it's like, you think he's really, like, Not on eating food because, he, because he's on the beans, as yeah, he says. Man, he's on, yeah, he's on the beans. He eats beans, he doesn't eat food. Um, yeah, it's a, I mean, it's, it's a caricature of a rapper. I mean, it's hilarious. But he's self-aware, that's the, that's a, the thing. That, and again, yeah. that's what works. If Little Pump was sitting here, like, presenting this, if this was not delivered right. tongue-in-cheek throughout, right. like, it would be a was, different story. If this was, like, a, like, remember that comedian that dressed up as Takashi on The Breakfast Club? I don't know what his name is. I did not see that. Okay, no. well, after Takashi 69 did that interview, there was another comedian that dressed up like just, and he was like he's like a doppelganger and did like an interview trying to like imitate Takashi 69. Yeah. If, if if this was like put out by like a little Dicky, I feel like this album would have probably fell flat because little Dicky oh, clearly cannot commit to that kind of bit. I don't think he has that that like you I said that level think, of self awareness. No, I don't to think pull little, it I think I don't think little Dicky's. It funny takes at all. a man who's a part of the game. To pull off this kind of no, because he he has like a, a complete understanding of what works in the genre. Thank you. Right, uh, we're beating a dead horse here, by the way. Um, you no, get, you no, get what we're yeah, no. I mean, I mean, I think we're 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 talking about the album. We're no, I'm just saying this, this, we're making the this same album, point over. Sure, and over but again. this album, I don't think it's as, it's not as hollow as it appears. I right. don't think. Um, I don't really have much else to say, honestly. Uh, Anything uh, else you want to add? I got a couple more things. I mean, I think I think my favorite song is. I actually thought, nah, very good song. I don't even remember that. I don't remember the song. Sorry. Well, um, not that it was forgettable. Racks on Racks is a nice song. Off White I liked a lot. Mm -hmm. um, oh, and uh, another observation I got. For show, for show. Off White. Yeah, right. sorry, sorry. Right. Um, for show, for show. Offset. Zombie Adlib needs to be incorporated in more songs. I, have I not, agree. I have not heard his solo album yet, but I'll be very disappointed if there's no Zombie Adlibs on there. Yeah, we're gonna be, we're gonna be, we'll ban you Offset. We'll ban you from this. Wait, show I don't remember what no song it is, and I have to, I have to own the, uh, I have to make a jab at Pusha T real quick. Yeah, what's up? Again, remember how I, I said on the year end episode that Pusha T's got weak Coke bars, and I could write better Coke bars than him, and he needs to, he needs to knock it off. Uh huh. Little Little Pump refers to crack as David Bowie on this record. Okay. So that's right. Terrence, 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 drug dealer. Is that CEO. really that clever? More clever than and I, I predict Snow Al Roker. This, I mean, I think the Al Roker line's pretty works pretty well. Eh. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but all David right, Bowie, sure. stronger. Sure. I mean, he calls stronger. he calls White Miley Cyrus later on. I mean, yeah, is that, that really no, that clever? Like, that's no, because that's because that's been done before. Migos, exactly. Migos did that again. You come up with your own white person. Nah, I mean, that's the thing. On, At least no. All I'm saying is don't when you're doing Snow Al Roker is like the first. Bring another weather person. Say like I got snow, ginger, ginger Z, Alcaprinolin. Exactly. Uh, I, I don't know if you remember Insert that guy. your local weather person. Yeah. Whether it's Scott, wh yeah. whoever. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. I, I guess I don't have really much else to say about Coke bars. <clears throat> I'm gonna give this album. I'm gonna give, I'll give it a B. Me too. Really? I'm oh, gonna give it a right. B. We did it again. I, I'm leaning. Uh, it could be B plus upon subsequent listens, but it's again. I'm surprised. I'm surprised he made something this consistent. This, right. This, I wasn't expecting Gazzy Garcia to put something after after he put something as like middling as his as, as his, his first as album. His first yeah, album. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't expecting him to make a leap to consistency so quickly. All right. No, and again, you're not gonna again. It's not super dynamic. No. You have to know. You have you have to be very much on board for basically. If you didn't, if you heard like a Skedit or something, and it was like, no, no, not not for me. Like this album is not gonna change. Right. Again, I, I, one more thing about mm -hmm. this record. 
A lot of songs have been out for a while. Like what? I have I love it. I love it. It's getting out for drug addicts. Drug addicts has been drug out for a bit. Addict, yeah. Um, Rex and Rex came out a couple weeks ago, so I, I yeah, won't. Multi-millionaire I mean, was out for been out for a bit too. Oh, okay. But there's enough songs on here where I feel like you could just you can go into this album and hear a lot of new material. I feel. For, like. No, for sure. I mean, there's 16 songs, so yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, we, we just listened to like five or six there, so so still over half of it is new. Okay. And again, and another thing, but another positive. What? Considering while it is kind of similar, there really isn't like a real like hardcore dud on this record. Yeah, I guess. No, so. that's the, that's the, like there isn't sure. like there isn't too many songs you're like, Ugh. like even Butterfly Doors and I and I love it. I'm not like uh, I'm like this isn't like not great but not terrible. But th here's the thing is though I wasn't expecting there to be a dud on this. I was just expecting like 16 different forms of the same song. But, yeah, but but as, as I said with, with his last record, there was a yeah. lot of duds on there. So that, you know that, what this that, album is? I just direction. thought of a perfect metaphor, and I'm, this is going to be the last thing I'm going to say, and then we'll take it out to the, to the outro. This is like this album is ice cream, and every song on this album is just a different flavor of ice cream. If you've had ice cream before and you like ice cream, you'll enjoy it. These are different flavors of ice cream. If you're lactose intolerant to mumble rap, maybe that's not, not the album to you. Not, not, yeah. not the album if you, to you. Yeah, if, you, if you're a fan of conspiracy theories, like mumble rap, then don't listen to this album. Yeah, exactly. Mumble rap um, That's going to be it for our show here. <laughs> B, for both of us, make sure you let us know what you thought. Anything else you want to close on before we take it off? Mumble rap's uh, a conspiracy. Yeah. There we go. Um, <laughs> Scully and They're not mumbling! Um, as you proceed on Facebook, SoundCloud, uh, Instagram, iTunes, and YouTube, and maybe Fa and I already said Facebook. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. Thank you so much, yep. and we'll talk to you soon. More rap talk, guys. Peace.